Coming up, a high-scoring affair in Indy, and the Raptors push the Nuggets to the edge. This is Locked On Game to Game, NBA. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NBA. Local experts joining us to go for the biggest stories on the hardwood. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. The bench from Miami were the stars of the show last night. They helped complete an inspired comeback and take down Atlanta. Locked On Heat and Locked On Hawks are in with that full breakdown. Miami got some unexpected contributions off their bench and shot surprisingly well from long range to pull off their second straight win over the Hawks. I'm David Ramil, the host of Locked On Heat. Atlanta shot a blistering 72% from the field in the first quarter as the Heat looked unable to defend the painted area early on, but they tied their defense, pressuring ball handlers and challenging shooters more consistently from that point on, and it was their bench and three-point shooting Two major problems all season long that stepped up big to help secure the 130-128 win. Victor Oladipo and Caleb Martin each scored 21 points off the bench with Oladipo showing impressive bursts as well as going four of seven from three. And Martin coming off the bench despite Kevin Love missing the game, showing the same energy that made him a fan favorite last season. Duncan Robinson also chipped in at 14 points to help Miami shoot 55% from three, their best percentage of the season. And while it was ultimately yet another clutch game, Miami overcame a 15-point deficit with inspired play to help them beat the Hawks the second time in three nights. Miami holds eight, the seventh seed in the East, but are now two and a half games above the eighth seed Hawks. For a full recap of tonight's game, make sure to subscribe to Locked on Heat. Hello, friends. My name is Brad Roland. The Atlanta Hawks fall in Miami by a final score of 130 to 128, a sweep and not the good kind of sweep for the Hawks down in Miami over a three-day period, a couple of close-fought losses. The Hawks led by 15 points in the first half of this contest, had an offensive barrage in the first score with 43 points. But from there on, it was a little bit of a chip-away situation for the Heat. They got closer and closer, eventually taking the lead in the fourth quarter and just out-executed the Hawks down the stretch. The big disparities with the three-point line, where Miami had a huge advantage, also free throws where the, uh, the heat attempted more than 30 free throws in the game including a bunch of uh, conversions late to kind of put things out of reach for the hawks but big picture not the worst loss in the world for atlanta but certainly one that is impactful in the standings the hawks fall even further down the list and uh, now into that sort of eight nine range that they don't want to be in at this point in time we'll have a full breakdown of the game and more on lot hawks podcast not a lick of defense played last night between the pacers and the sixers locked on pacers is in to go over the high scoring back and forth affair pacers drop a crazy game to the Philadelphia 76ers, 147-143. to 143. No, that is not the incorrect score. That is, in fact, what the final score was, and there was no overtime. An insane basketball game between the Sixers and Pacers. Sixers get the win. They have the stars who can step up to a moment like this. Joel Embiid was ridiculous, 42 points. He made all 19 of his free throws. James Harden had 14 points, 9 rebounds, and 20 assists in a ridiculous game. The Sixers shot 58.5%. The Pacers shot 58.9%. These teams went back and forth all night. All it took was a a simple 10-0 run for the Sixers to get it done. The rest of the game was back and forth and close all night. Nobody could get any stops. It was one of the worst defensive games of the season, yet super entertaining for fans with all the points. Tyrese Halberton for the Pacers, the star of the show. 40 points, 16 assists. We'll break down the loss and more on the Locked On Pacers podcast. Some garbage points made the final score in Detroit look a lot closer than it really was as Portland handled their business. Locked On Pistons still looking for answers as this team really is struggling to try and find an identity. 
Not the greatest game for the Detroit Pistons against the Portland Trailblazers. It was not as close as the score would say it is. Host of the Lockdown Pistons podcast, Kook Hill here. The Pistons lose this game 110-104 to the Portland Trailblazers. I know it was only a six-point game at the end of the game, but it really wasn't that close. The Pistons kind of made a little bit of a push with like two minutes left, but it never really was that close. Portland kind of had it in control for the majority of this game. The biggest takeaway from this game is two things. One, Jane Ivey with 13 assists and just one turnover, which he didn't pick up until the fourth quarter. He did a great job passing the ball around, trying to find open guys, driving, kicking. Did a really good job with that. The second takeaway is this. If the Pistons want to make a push for the play-in next year, and they are absolutely insistent on playing two bigs together, it cannot just be any two bigs that are just over 6'10", throw them out there and play together. They have to actually make sense. The lineups have to actually make sense. The roster has to make sense. And right now, that's their biggest issue, not lack of talent. Hopefully, they address that in the offseason. Coming up, the Raptors look good in Denver, but come up just short. This is Locked On Game to Game, NBA. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bars on the market. They're made with 100% real chocolate, but they are also good for you and come in dozens of different flavors. You can always get them at Built.com, but now you can get them in person at Walmart and Sam's Club. If you head over to Walmart, you can get the four bar boxes. They are in the pharmacy section, or you can head over to Sam's Club and get that 13 bar box of Built Bar Puffs made with that protein infused marshmallow. Definitely want to check those out. Trust me, you will thank me. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game NBA. I'm your host, Kenani Stevens. Thank you once again for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Toronto played one of the best games of their season last night in Denver, and while they came up short to the Nuggets, lots of good takeaways for Locked On Raptors to go over postgame. Tough way to go down. Sean Woodley here from Locked On Raptors to break down the Toronto Raptors 118-113 loss to the Denver Nuggets on Monday night. The big takeaway overall here is that the Raptors played really inspired basketball against the Western Conference's best team, and if not for some unfortunate circumstances to close the game, just might have pulled out their best win of the season against a Nuggets team that they always seem to play very well. Fred Van Vliet had one of his best games of the season, 21 points and 14 assists as he continues to to carve up opposing defenses with his playmaking ever since the arrival of Jakob Pertl, who has been just a godsend for the Raptors as a rolling big man, a rim protector. He had 18 points in this game and continues to be instant offense for the Raptors whenever they run him in a screening action. That was all lovely. And then the last 90 seconds of this game, things kind of fell apart and it was largely due to Scott Foster and the officiating crew. And look, I'm not someone who likes to talk about refs on my own show. I've taken a solemn vow to never talk about referees this season, but it's undeniable that Scott Foster with a couple of challenge calls that went against the Raptors, but more notably with a technical foul call on Scotty Barnes after a pretty suspect foul to begin with, ejected him with a double technical and that gave the, the the Nuggets an extra free throw to work with. It undeniably made it so the Raptors were in very difficult to win this game. After being in a position where it was very much on the table for them to win the game, that one technical free throw changed the dynamics of the final minute and the Raptors had no chance to pull it out. It's disappointing. You know, things happen. The last two minute report will be interesting, but overall the Raptors very much looking like the vastly improved team they've been over the last little while since Jakob Pertl's arrival. They have a pair of games in LA against the Clippers and Lakers this week. That'll be massive before a rematch with Denver in Toronto next week. I'll have more from this game broken down on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Raptors. Be sure to tune in. New Orleans looked totally uninspired from top to bottom in a loss to Sacramento on Monday night. Locked on Pelicans is in to go over the issues. 
things are going the wrong way for the New Orleans Pelicans as they just cannot put together a complete game. I'm Jake Madison, host of Locked On Pelicans. If you'd told me the Pelicans were tanking, I'd have believed you with the way they played in the second half of their loss to the Sacramento Kings. The Pels came completely undone in the third quarter as the Kings switched to a zone on defense. And that's despite scoring 59 points in the first half and after shredding Portland's zone less than a week ago. New Orleans looked like they completely forgot how to play basketball, like they've learned no lessons this season, like the coaching staff had no answers or adjustments to make. You could see it in the body language of the team. They just completely gave up. Going from first in the Western Conference to currently where the Pelicans stand now, outside of the postseason is rough. Losing isn't fun. Zion Williamson is hurt, and that's a big deal. But the season isn't over, and the Pelicans still have a lot to play for. Now they need to start acting like it. That'll do it for this edition of Locked On Game to Game NBA. Thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Make sure you're subscribed to Locked On NBA and, of course, your favorite team's Locked On podcast right here on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.